The Lord illuminates and strengthens Mary's faith, as he will also do for her spouse Joseph, so that Jesus could be born into a human family. This is very beautiful. It shows us how deeply the mystery of the Incarnation, as God desired, encompasses not only conception in the mother's womb, but also acceptance in a real family. Today I would like to contemplate with you the beauty of this bond, the beauty of God's condescension, and we can do this by reciting the Hail Mary together, the first part of which takes up the words of the angel, those he addressed to the Virgin. I invite you to pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, in you we contemplate the splendor of true love. To you we turn with trust. General Audience, St. Peter's Square, Wednesday, March 25, 2015 God comes to dwell in us. Mary first conceived Jesus in faith and then in the flesh when she said yes to the message God gave her through the angel. What does this mean? It means that God did not want to become man by bypassing our freedom. He wanted to pass through Mary's free ascent, through her yes. He asked her, Are you prepared to do this? And she replied, Yes. But what took place most singularly in the Virgin Mary also takes place within us spiritually, when we receive the Word of God with a good and sincere heart and put it into practice. It is as if God takes flesh within us. He comes to dwell in us, for He dwells in all who love Him and keep His Word. It is not easy to understand this, but really it is easy to feel it in our heart. Prayer for Marian Day, St. Peter's Square, Saturday, October 12, 2013 The Handmaid of the Lord The Gospel of St. Luke presents us with Mary, a girl from Nazareth, a small town in Galilee, in the outskirts of the Roman Empire and on the outskirts of Israel as well, a village. Yet the Lord's gaze rested on her, on this little girl from that distant village, on the one he had chosen to be the mother of his son. In view of this motherhood, Mary was preserved from original sin, from that fracture in communion with God, with others, and with creation, which deeply wounds every human being. But this fracture was healed in advance in the mother of the one who came to free us from the slavery of sin. The Immaculata was written in God's design. She is the fruit of God's love that saves the world. And Our Lady never distanced herself from that love. Throughout her life her whole being is a yes to that love. It is the yes to God. But that didn't make life easy for her. When the angel calls her full of grace, Luke 1.28, she is greatly troubled, for in her humility she feels she is nothing before God. The angel consoles her. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. 
verses 30 and 31. This announcement troubles her even more, because she was not yet married to Joseph. But the angel adds, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Therefore the child to be born will be called holy, the Son of God. Verse 35. Mary listens, interiorly obeys, and responds. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Verse 38. Angelus, St. Peter's Square, Sunday, December 8, 2013. Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. The Humble Woman of Nazareth On this first day of the year, in the joyful, albeit cold, atmosphere of Christmas, the Church invites us to fix our gaze of faith and of love on the Mother of Jesus. In her, the humble woman of Nazareth,